0: Ladies and gentlemen, uh, listen, we're starting this podcast right now. There's something I have to get off my chest right away. Brendan, do you know what I mean when I say, let's all go to the lobby, let's all go to the lobby. lobby. You do know it, let's okay? Not, not because of Mr. Burns, right?
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Do you know that because of Mr. Burns or do you know that because you actually saw it in theaters?
1: I don't know. I know the theater. Oh, I, no. I've got it. <laughs> now, I do know it from Mr. Burns, but I don't know if I know it originally from Mr. Burns. I think I've seen it in theaters. (laughs)
0: For people who don't know the context of what I'm talking about, uh, when I was little, I would go to the drive-in theater in Northern Illinois, and there would be, you know, it'd always be a double feature for like eight bucks, which was amazing. But you, know, you, know, you had like car audio, which is like, back then it was meh. And then the screen, it was like sometimes light when they would start the movie, and then you'd be dead tired by the second one. A good deal either way. They would have this intermission, which I miss intermissions, where it oh, would be a 10 minutes of the show will start in nine minutes, and then it would have like dancing snacks. But it opened with this "Let's all go to the lobby" song, and it's I from don't think like the 1920s. Think, I think from the
1: 20s. Maybe I'm going too far back. It's old. I'll look it up.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, so that was that. The context for The Simpsons, though, is Mr. Burns was making a movie for the Springfield Film Festival, and at one point they want him to <coughs> to do that, and he did. Um, I'll put. We'll put this on the show it's notes. The show he notes. Did the, Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a snack. No, I'm
1: full of it. 1957.
0: 1957 oh what, what did I learn I learned an interesting factoid that four years after that the first in-flight movie was shown on an airplane oh really huh. yeah 1961 I don't know what it was and I don't know what that would have looked like because there wasn't VHS would they have, have been had real real a projector to would they have had a projector on the plane that oh dang we, we don't have a listener out. old enough to who could tell I'll us look it up. I'll look answer. it up later we'll talk about it next time Awesome, cool just, But I had to get that On my chest right away Okay, people, listen This is gonna be A fun podcast We're gonna talk about news Cause there's been A lot of That's wicked lot of cool Nostalgic news Like in the last month And we're gonna we're gonna Dissect a lot of it Neo, teaser uh, And then we're gonna <laughs> do a little State of the podcast address Talk about things That we're looking uh, Looking forward to doing In the future We're gonna take a little break You know, coming up And then we're gonna Record some more episodes And we're gonna switch up The format a little bit But let's dive into Some news Brennan, what is at the top Of your movie news? news at, 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 at today.
1: So you teased it already. And the thing is, I didn't expect to be excited about this, but good lord, I'm excited about The Matrix. I never thought yes. I would be. I'm looking forward to it.
0: Matrix Resurrections, which mm-hmm. is being directed and written, by, written only by Lana Wachowski, not Lily, which I, I just found out, which I think is a yes. little odd. Well, I don't did know you if see the co- interview?
1: Because she did I did interview. not
0: know. I only watched the trailer. Okay. Basically,
1: she said that she's processing her parents' death through the movie, and oh my! And Lana wanted to do it a different way. No, I got it backwards. Lily wanted to do it a different way. And okay. So, so they this was kind of this processing the world as it is today, and it looks fun. I mean, it does look fun. It
0: looks like I don't want to say turn your brain off kind of stuff because for the Matrix, your, your brain better be on with some caffeine. But uh, Neil Patrick Harris, right off the bat, yeah. with that, um, oh, it's that Alice in Wonderland song from the 60s. Right. Uh, which is such a, you know, I don't want to say it's a cheap shot for trailer editors to use like an old song
1: and then like. But it fits here. It's it all fits. about taking <laughs> okay. pills as they're looking at your red and blue pills and yeah. Yeah. did then, you know. It looks optimistic to me, I guess. Maybe I'm crazy, but the color palette's brighter. It looks... This is... I'll say my hope. And this sounds crazy. I hope it's a surprisingly small movie. Like, I don't want Ah. humanity to be threatened. How great would it be if this was just about Neo and Trinity finding themselves after the events of the last trilogy, and it's like this small little action movie... That's, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I doubt... I I bet you the world is at stake again because that's how this works, but I would love it if this ended up being a small movie.
0: That would be so delightful. You know, I, I don't know what the budget is on this. It is Warner Brothers, so they tend to, to spend a lot of money, but the poster had sure. me pumped, and I watched the trailer in the highest definition I possibly could as soon as I saw it, and I am excited for it, you know? Yep. Yep. Just as excited as I am for Clerks 3, which the first <laughs> image came out in Vanity Fair, and and I... I'm one of those really weird dudes who, uh, there are some Kevin Smith movies I, I really enjoy like, I like Clerks too quite a bit I've not um,
1: seen, I don't know if I've seen a Kevin Smith directed movie I saw Mallrats
0: yeah, okay, I saw Mallrats too. I saw um, it on TV Jane of Bob Strike Back I think is probably one of his better ones okay um, yeah, I didn't care for Dogma
1: Clerks is worth watching though Hmm. Clerks 2 you said you liked.
0: I did like Clerks 2. I liked the Clerks animated series the best. Um Not it's really that. quite funny. There's only like 6 episodes. It was pretty
1: interesting.
0: Pretty short lived. Much like the Napoleon Dynamite animated show which again only 6 episodes but it is funny as hell. Uh you know, and I don't I we'll have to go into cancellations another day. We talked about that a bit in our TV gush with mm. Firefly but uh, yeah, Clerks 3 posted a picture of uh, the new Spider-Man, No Way Home is coming oh, out.
1: I'm so excited about that. Can we, yeah. can we do a Spider-Man, Raimi, gosh, before the movie comes out? I think we should. I think that'd
0: be most delightful and in tune with our State of the Podcast address. Yes. <laughs> where we kind of, you know, I would love to break down a lot of the things that he's done. And I've, I've never actually seen Evil Dead 1 or 2 oh. the remake, weirdly enough. But I did see Army of Darkness many, 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 many times. I have not seen
1: Army of Darkness, but I've seen Evil Dead 1 and oh. 2.
0: So you just see Bruce Campbell, and you're like, what's the big deal?
1: <laughs> well, no, because he's an Evil Dead 1 and 2. I, I got it, but those... Okay, yeah. Evil Dead 1 is the grossest movie I've ever seen, and I mean that as a compliment. Considering they did it on a college budget, like a nothing budget, it's it's disgusting, man. It's, just, it's oh. horrifying. It, it might not be your thing, but it it's brilliant. The second one is more funny and fun, so like it. it but it's easier to, to me. The second one's more palatable. The first one, I can't believe what they pulled off as college. In
0: '82, I think it was when it came
1: out. I cannot believe what they pulled off. It's incredible. Awesome. Now I totally have to check it out.
0: <laughs> Ironic that you've seen one and two, and I've seen three. But yeah, I, um, I have not seen three. So, with the, with the trailer for Spider-Man No Way Home, folks, if you've seen it, maybe you're like me. You got Shrek 4 vibes from it. I was absolutely thinking of Shrek 4 the entire time I was watching the trailer.
1: Interesting. Explain.
0: <laughs> so, Shrek 4 is that Shrek movie where, you know, <coughs> it's the, uh, how do you put it? the It's a wonderful life, Shrek, where he longs for the day of being an oh, ogre, right. and then he gets his wish. That's kind of how this trailer felt to me. It was like wish fulfillment kind of a thing. And so I'm just like, this is just Shrek 4. So, <laughs> so we'll be very curious to see how that turns out. Now, we will talk about this in our Marvel special with Mr. Kyle Murphy, but I unapologetically love Doctor Strange. It's probably top 15 for me. It might actually be 15 on the nose, but Crazy I that really we like Doctor Strange.
1: That you can start talking top 15 and thinking that's a good thing. <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, it's going to be really weird when I tell you guys how much I like Thor 1. It's going to be really weird when we get that far. <laughs> See,
1: the thing is, Nick, I am an mm. unabashed Thor 1 lover. Oh, I love this is going to be 1. great. I can't wait to talk about it. Let's, let's save her. Let's save her.
0: Yeah. We'll we'll, we'll save that tease. Uh, you know, we, but I will say this since we're on the topic of new movies coming up. I, I really can't wait for Dune, man. Like, 2 hours and 35 minutes is the runtime. I'm excited as hell. Um,. It's actually sparked a really interesting conversation about Deli, Denny Vill, Villeneuve. It, just like Villeneuve?
1: That's how I've heard it said. That's how I've been saying it. Denny Villeneuve is how I've, yeah. But I could Denny be wrong. Villeneuve.
0: Well French hey, Mel uh, Melchietis, right? <laughs> um Denny
1: Denny Danny. Uh, Denny. Denny works.
0: Denny V, I like that. Denny Denny. Uh, he actually sparked a conversation that I had with a coworker about uh, good artists copy, great artists steal. Because a lot of his cinematography and the way his eye sees things reminds me of a lot of early Nolan. And not Hmm. that Nolan has changed too much, but I feel like there's a a stark difference between
1: And I want to talk about Nolan soon, too. Keep going.
0: Yes. Memento and The Dark Knight, like how those are shot like the way that Wally kind of saw saw things, The Wally Pfizer, the cinematographer and then Interstellar, I see a lot of that in Denny and the way that mm-hmm. he shoots things and so he's not just a good, because you've seen good artists copy before, like right, sure. we've seen structures of movies that are similar and, and, and some that don't pull off super great but then great artists steal and it's just like, oh he's like totally stealing that look from this thing and um, so I my homage kind
1: of floods in.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I've heard early reviews of Dune, and I've heard really great things, and um, and, and you gotta watch on the biggest thing that you could possibly watch it on. Uh, so do not watch this at home. I've even read
1: God. some of the bad reviews, and they're selling me on the movie. It's like you don't like <laughs> it for all the reasons I'm gonna love it.
0: So <laughs> it's now aggressively I have amazing. prepared
1: myself. Mm-hmm. It's not gonna have a good ending. It can't. It's just not, it's going to, it's just going to end. Well, it splits. But it's not going to end on a climax. It's just going to end. But that's the thing is they have not even greenlit part two. Pre-production hasn't started. Which is why I'm
0: encouraging people to go see it.
1: Go see it. Big screen. Get to that IMAX. Do it for me. I can't get to an IMAX. I'm in little podunk Helena, Montana. So you go see it in the IMAX for me.
0: Seneca also works. I know Harkins partners with them a lot. Um, our Icon Cinema down the road just installed this insanely big screen. They're not like, legally allowed to call it IMAX, but it's essentially IMAX. So. We've got a
1: very large XD Cinemark thing, which is essentially.
0: Yeah. yeah. And, you know, we bring this up because you have a movie like Tenet, which made $364 million, I think was its gross. Which and is looking like that, a good
1: gross these days in COVID times,
0: which is looking like a good gross. Like that's like the new. It's almost like they drew a new line in the sand, and the other line was like way farther out there because like that's what the Avengers did to it. And it's just like mm-hmm. this, is, this is a better line in the sand. Yeah. yeah. So, so go, go see, see it. The movie. Go see it. Yep. You deserve it. It's gonna be great. Yeah, but if you do have to stream something at home, my goodness, day one, Muppets Haunted Mansion.
1: Whoa! Whoa! whoa. I've heard of this.
0: Oh baby. Oh man, it, Disney Plus. Uh, uh, yes, Do a special. No. Yeah, it's a special that uh, they had the poster on Reddit a couple of days ago. It's got Gonzo and Kermit and the be on the front. So I don't know the whole backstory behind it. It's probably gonna change the way the Haunted Mansion ride works at Disneyland. So which, it is the Disney Haunted
1: ha- Mansion ride.
0: Well, well, I don't. So I don't know if it's. The Haunted Mansion ride, I don't think. Well, As an aside, there's not really the many Haunted mansion. One week from
1: today, I will be riding the Haunted Mansion ride.
0: Oh, you know, look at you, little guy
1: going to L.A. I'm so excited. <laughs> I haven't been to Disneyland since I was like six or seven. So anyways, oh. go ahead. So it's a yeah. TV special thing? I guess it's Yeah, I Plus, mean, they just
0: said it was a special, so I would imagine if this does well, that he'll probably change up the um, uh, the, the ride. I don't, think, I don't know if he'll be in time for Nightmare Before Christmas. I don't, do they do that? They take the Haunted Mansion uh, and they turn it into a Nightmare Before Christmas ride Interesting. Uh, once a year. So I don't it know if it's will there for that gap. They're
1: doing a Halloween thing mm-hmm. starting a starting couple days ago. So is, is that when they do it?
0: I don't know. I'll have to find out. Let's see. Well, I did
1: notice the line for the... I've been keeping an eye on line time so I can prepare for next Monday. The line for the Haunted Mansion is surprisingly long right now. So I wonder if that's why. <laughs>
0: Uh, let's see, the, the attraction runs every year, September through the beginning of January. Yes! Okay, so I think you're going to hit it. I think you're awesome. going to hit
1: it. Awesome. Let's, let's just pretend it. like I've seen The Nightmare Before Christmas.
0: Okay, here we go. From Disneyland itself, the Haunted Mansion will be closed for refurbishment from August 16th to September 2nd to transform the dark ride with The Nightmare Before Christmas. So you're in. Awesome. You are in like awesome. Flynn. That will be amazing.
1: Awesome, awesome. Uh, Speaking of which, sure. I always thought that was a reference to Tron. I was really disappointed to find out it wasn't.
0: But I'm so glad you brought up Tron specifically because I was just reading about Tron 3 today.
1: Interesting. Again, news to my ears.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing is I just saw posters galore, uh, and that was one of them. I'm just like, oh, oh man, Tron 3, they're hiring people. They're getting things ready to go. I hope we have Tron by
1: the end of next year. That'd be a great Christmas present for everybody. I love Tron Legacy. I love Tron Legacy. I know a lot of people don't like Tron Legacy. Man, Tron Legacy is a great movie. Man, that soundtrack, boy. The soundtrack, oh. the atmosphere, it gets just the right amount of nostalgia, with just the right amount of pushing it forward. Dude, Tron Legacy's great. Yeah. I, I stand by that.
0: And you absolutely should stand by that. The The, the tie-in here with Tron 3 was that the person they hired is the production designer for Dune, Patrice Vermette, oh. so hopefully, hopefully that will be you know. Is he joining I mean, Tron? It, well, I think they said Garth Davis? Why does that name sound familiar? I don't uh, know. But they announced it last year, and I think now that, you know, after the whole pandemic-y thing is kind of winding down, hopefully winding down, fingers crossed, fingers crossed, mm-hmm. uh, that they will start going into production on this, which would be you know, great for everybody, and maybe it'll yeah. be the thing that brings back uh, Daft Punk
1: to life, which I, I sincerely doubt. They're probably Bring, like Skrillex or something. Brings what back to life? Daft Punk. Daft Punk. Yeah, the, no. Yeah. They exploded. Didn't you see that? <laughs>
0: they blew themselves
1: up! Well, one of them blew up, right? <laughs> was it both? Yeah, one did, and the other, uh... Walked off into the... Sun. Surprisingly emotional, and I'm not even, like... I, I love Daft Punk, but I don't know a lot of their work. That that got me emotional. It was sad. Mm-hmm. I miss you, Daft Punk.
0: Yeah. Well, hey, that's all right. Uh, yeah. The other thing I was going to mention was 2024, Furiosa. Yes. Prequel.
1: Yes. That was the other
0: bit of news that I actually had knew nothing about. Oh, you didn't know I'm anything about that one. Yes. Yeah, so, no, I um, did not. So,
1: Anna signing. Taylor, what's her name? Who's playing Furiosa? Anna. Uh, she's in everything now. Queen's Gambit. Um, oh, heard. her. Yeah, Anna Taylor Joy is going to be playing Furiosa. Um, the Eyes Girl. Yeah. The thing is, is, Mad Max Fury Road is one of the best movies to be made in the last decade. I don't know how I feel about a prequel, but at this point I'll just trust George Miller. He makes it. I'm there. Well, because money. But, but also, (laughs) he makes good stuff, man. I mean, Fury Road is just flabbergastingly good.
0: Yep. I mean, there's no babe pig in the city. But well, a few it's... things
1: can be babe pig in the city. <laughs> if only there was some crossover. We'll have the Mark, the George Miller universe. Um, oh, my gosh. That'd be a cross. Oh. <laughs> so so okay. that's the
0: movie news that I have. What, am I oh, missing anything? The one there? I want
1: to talk about, too, is the, the the rumor going around that Christopher Nolan is going to do an Oppenheimer movie. And oh, yeah, That ticks all my boxes. I. 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 I, I've said on this podcast that I, I like it Nolan when he's more character driven and, and uh, morality driven and less physics driven. Mm-hmm. So I'm biting my own words because you can't do an Oppenheimer movie that would be physics driven. But it's also got his historical context. If he can uh, take what he does with his historical movies, if we can get that Dunkirk introspection about the morality of nuclear bombs, that could be a powerhouse of a movie. Mm-hmm. I, I I would love to see that because. I I want them to address the all the moral conundrums and but yet also the scientific ingenuity. I want and I think Nolan can be the perfect man to do that. Absolutely, couldn't agree with you more. That would be really interesting because
0: it's it's a it's a subject where I'm trying to think how would he make it cinematic, right? Because he took Dunkirk and he had the shots where like they're all ducking down as the sirens go off and the planes go by and uh, explosions and people running on beaches and gunfights and all those things like. What will he do with just a quiet character piece? He hasn't really had anything like that since Insomnia,
1: well, I would say. There was a... What was the Trinity Project Oppenheimer movie that came out, like, in the 90s?
0: Hmm, I don't know. There's, was, there's, was it theaters, or...? It
1: was. Uh, we watched it in high school. I can't remember. But there's plenty of drama. There's a lot you can mine there. Um, and you know what? Yeah. I think... It could be very educational, too. I think the most... We've, we've as a society, become very numb to the idea that we could end all life on Earth. And I think this would be a really interesting. I, I'm looking forward to it. Whatever it ends up being, I'm looking forward to it.
0: Gotcha. Was the movie Day One or Trinity and Beyond? I
1: don't know. I'm looking for cool. it, and I cannot find it. Maybe it was. Maybe it wasn't. Who can say? <laughs>
0: Speaking of things that we're looking for that we can't find, have you seen any good movies lately? I have, yes. Yes, I have.
1: <laughs> uh, I went to the theaters and I watched Card Counter starring Oscar Isaac and I really, what? really liked it. Do you know this one? No. It's um, uh, It's one of the... Is it the, a blackjack d- movie? Yeah, yes, Blackjack Poker. Uh, it's directed by one of the guys who wrote a bunch of Scorsese movies and I can't think of his name. Let me look it up. Um... Uh. Scorsese produced it. Card counter. Paul Schrader. Oh, okay. If you look, it's got a very high score on its critics rating and a very low audience score. I get it. It's not going to be everybody's (laughs) cup of tea. It feels very much like a 1970 Scorsese movie. Uh, It is about a guy who makes his living by gambling and trying to gamble at low amounts so that he can uh, stay under the radar, because as long as he's not winning big, nobody cares. And he kind of he's got some war trauma from um, I, I believe it was the Gulf War. No, no, it was it was he, he, something in Iraq. It, it, I don't want, don't want to spoil it. He's got some war trauma from the Second Gulf War, okay. and he picks up a kid who is very troubled and basically tries to turn his life around. And it is surprisingly heartwarming. It's got a rough ending but it's surprisingly heartwarming for most of the movie and in a very dark, brooding sort of way. I've heard people say that it is a modern take on Taxi Driver, and I think that is a fairly accurate assessment, even though I would say the main character is not crazy like Robert De Niro's character in Taxi Driver is. It's like if you took Taxi Driver but made the main character traumatized, broken, but... likable. And we'll just leave it at that.
0: I'm about to say because Paul Schrader wrote Taxi Driver, so it is. That would it's, fit.
1: It, it, uh, it's a very much a modern Taxi Driver. It's got that element of of a, a older person who's a bit of a drifter trying to save a younger person with okay. all the the skeletons in the closet, all um, the trappings that that includes. Yeah, and so now the other thing I've been watching, I started this show. I'm two episodes in and I love it and I don't know who to recommend it to because I don't think I know a person who will like it. I don't think you'll like it. My wife will not watch it with me. Brand new cherry flavor on Netflix. Brand new cherry flavor? Brand new cherry flavor. Starring uh, Rosa Salazar. You know who I'm talking about?
0: I have never even heard of this thing. Oh, man. Brand new cherry flavor. And this so, has nothing to do with our milkshake movie?
1: No, nothing at all. Huh, okay. <laughs> so, okay, Rosa Salazar played uh, Alita Battle Angel. and um, Oh, yes, yes. Did you ever see the Amazon series Undone, that rotoscoped one?
0: No, but do I really want to. Best,
1: Best original programming Amazon's ever made. Oh, it's a short okay. mini-series. It's gorgeous to look at. Watch that. Brilliant.
0: Awesome. Brilliant.
1: Anyways, this is very David Lynchian in horror, where uh, she's trying to direct a movie, and a movie producer screws her over, and she tries to get revenge by having him cursed by a witch, and she starts vomiting up kittens, and that's just how the, mo- the show starts. So, oh, I like that. Vomiting up kittens? You, you like vomiting? Okay.
0: Sure. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's messed up. I'm loving every minute of it. If, that, if, if horrifying David Lynch appeals to you, you'll love it. If it doesn't, stay far away. So, there you go. And, but well, watch Undone. It, Undone is brilliant.
0: Okay. You got it. I'm about to say that's the same guy who did uh, Channel Zero on Sci Fi, the guy who wrote and directed Brand New Cherry Flavor. Interesting. And that introduced us to Toothboy. Toothboy. Oh, boy. I don't Maybe know. you will have to look that up later.
1: I will look that up. So, what, how about you? Watch anything good? You know, I
0: rewatched Angels and Demons. And, uh, Interesting. Still, still good,
1: actually. You like um, Angels and Demons?
0: I do. I think it's just a, a good thriller. Just uh, I think it's really clever. I think uh, you know the puzzle stuff. Um, I'm not, I probably won't watch the
1: TV show that's coming out about Robert
0: Langdon. Is
1: that what it is? Thing Robert is it, London? I watched that one half in the background while on a cruise. I didn't pay much attention. But so the thing is, Angels and Demons always had the uh, Da Vinci Code baggage with it, so I never gave it too much time.
0: Well, as a book, it's a prequel to Da Vinci Code, but right. then they did the movie for Da Vinci Code first, and then Angels and Demons after. So it works. It works as an odd sequel. They kind of dismiss it like, "Well, what happened last year?" He's like, "Don't worry about that. We'll talk about this other thing." And they just kind of like move on.
1: <laughs> but it was um, less controversial than Angels and Demons, is my recollection. Certainly, yes. Yes, absolutely. But it so was good. That
0: one, yeah, I thought so. I thought it still held up pretty well and what did I watch anything else I've been on vacation for the last two weeks folks and I've been mostly in the ocean um no yeah, I watched the Nepali coast live in person with the boat captain shouting at me that this is the biggest IMAX screen you'll ever see in your life <laughs> in <is> real life <laughs> so no I, I kept movies and TVs uh, to quite the minimum I took a pause on Bojack you for a little have. bit
1: you were on vacation
0: yeah on vacation and it's 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 tough sometimes like I, i'm trying to find more shows and films where i'm not thinking about production the entire time which is very hard to do um but i you know what i rewatched men in black and it inspired me to write a new movie and i'm going to be pitching it on thursday so we'll see what happens nice yeah and i can't tell i can't say a word about it which feels nice, <laughs>
1: nice also to say. nice that's exciting yeah. the tease
0: yes speaking of the tease I saw that our guy who did uh, Doctor Sleep has a new movie coming out did you hear about this I knew we
1: had a new Netflix
0: show coming out oh wait is it a Netflix show I don't know Um, I might be getting this confused with that new movie that just came out on HBO Max with um oh gosh like the lady who like sees Gabriel or something
1: oh I don't Uh, know I don't know I don't know I think
0: it just came out on HBO Max I've heard really good things about it um Uh. Oh, you haven't done. Midnight Mask. That's what it was. Yes. Mid- that looks yes. good. Okay. That looks good. Holy crap. That <laughs> looks really good. Flanagan. Because right? now you got me all into horror now, you jerk. Good. Just good, in good, time good. for Halloween.
1: Well, I still <laughs> got to do uh, Haunting of House Hill. I, and so I think we'll do that for Halloween. We'll, I'll check that one out.
0: Yes. Previous guest, Kyle Peterson, has highly recommended that series to me. And so I definitely do need to check that well, out. It's Because I'm a fan of Mike. Mm hmm.
1: Yep i uh two days ago finally i got distracted by a bunch of other stuff but i finally finished um, once upon a time in hollywood the novel so i made my wife watch the movie with me i get why people don't like it nothing happens i love that movie it's so much fun <laughs> i love that movie
0: do you have a favorite tarantino
1: "Inglourious bastards yeah i think mine's django Django's great too Django's great too yeah. there's some big holes in my Tarantino I gotta get caught up not a huge Me Pulp too. Fiction fan
0: I like it for what it is and what it did and it's one of those that when you see it in retrospect cause I didn't see it till oh, 2011 I, probably, I didn't see it for I didn't see it but when you do see it you're like oh that's where this movie got that oh yeah. that's where this movie got that like a lot of that a happens a lot of
1: influence yeah
0: yes I'm so not, it's definitely one of those I'm not
1: opposed to Pulp Fiction but it didn't didn't grab me as much as I wanted to. I I think *Inglorious Bastards* is it's 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 high up on my favorite movies list.
0: I feel like it's really great. Uh, I think everyone just kind of gets stuck in the first ten minutes, which they should rightfully because it's amazing.
1: Of *Inglorious um, Bastards*.
0: Yeah, and I feel like a lot of the rest of the film gets forgotten. Because of that trade-off, which how with how good the intro is, S- which my favorite GIF of all time is based off of that intro. Oh
1: Which then, I will, with uh you know what I'm talking about? I think so. The
0: cheat, the cheat meal for that five guys.
1: Oh no, I don't know this one.
0: Oh my goodness. So somebody took that scene where he's just like there's people on the floorboards boards and he's like, Yes, and he's like and they come and understand me, yes, that whole part. Uh huh. <laughs> he plays the part of a guy Working at Five Guys He's just like You want the big cheeseburger Do you not? And he's like Yes He goes You do realize This can feed a family of four Do you not? He's like, yes. <laughs> he's, he you. just like stares at him And he's like you told told $14.16 I will post it in the show notes It's my favorite gif of all time Oh my god I cried laughing So Like the, after 15 loops It's so good
1: That scene is good But the scene About halfway through the movie They go in that tavern In the basement Oh yes Three that to me, I don't think there's a more tense scene in film. I mean, that's up there with. I mean, it's it's a terrifying scene. I that that's twenty minutes of pure dialogue. Back forth cutting, simple filmmaking, and it's terrifying. I love that scene. That that's 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 definitely in my top five favorite scenes of all time. Yeah. yeah
0: cool so jumping out of that into what well, i'm calling the state of the podcast address uh we are loving doing this we're having such amen. a ball amen uh we're about to hit a thousand listens on podbean which i've been refreshing it like crazy just to i didn't see realize we, we were there quicker. yeah it's like 908 we're very, very that's close. awesome and that doesn't even count the spotify counts, which i don't even know how we'd get access to that data i never saw it when i would um uh when i would pull it up i never saw anything but uh you know, we, we've got, we've had great guests. We will have more great guests in the future. We'll probably be trading things up a little bit more with, uh, you know, focusing on filmmakers. Uh, yeah. Doing a review of a movie that we both saw that we didn't, you know, didn't see. Especially if it's one that, like, we you know, it's, there's those it movies where people are like, oh, you should have seen this by now, or oh my gosh, you haven't seen, blah, blah. Like, we want to find those for each other and then watch them and then kind of give your reviews and thoughts and then gush about those things, hopefully, and not rip them to shreds. Uh, like 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 some like there's a certain Tarantino movie that I,
1: I I abhor with everything in my my body. But is it on. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood?
0: <sighs> I never saw it. I actually didn't see that, and I didn't see Hateful Eight.
1: Which one did you abhor? I'm curious. It's Kill Bill. Kill Bill. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. yeah i get it it i've never seen the second one i like the first one but i i totally get that i totally get that let's talk about that sometime
0: yeah we definitely will uh so that's this is one thing we want to talk about folks is we're going to kind of change some things up change up the format a little bit gush about some different things we might even throw in like a music gush you know another tv gush for sure like the tv gush one was really enjoyed um and we'll bring back more people and that's kind of what we're looking to do
1: yeah it'll just be a little bit more flexible a little bit more fluid we're gonna just kind of roll with the punches and have fun with it
0: get with that novel you're working on yeah that's what we're uh, looking to do yeah yeah, yeah.
1: Cool, cool 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 so before we go as always brendan
0: uh, what else are you enjoying these days books tv shows all those things
1: um well, i think we covered a lot of them um i'm trying to think what i started recently i yeah, I think I, I kind of covered most of it. I prob- I'm probably trying to get out to see Shang Chi in the next day or two. It's, it's the only oh, Marvel that's movie Oh, right. have seen, and I feel like we're gonna talk about Marvel movies. But no, I I mean nothing major. I'm reading a book about uh, uh, math flubs at the moment. Happened math right flubs? Yeah, it's about it's a this guy. It's a oh, it's he's from Number File on YouTube. And I can't think of his name. Um, <clears throat> like uh. Places where little math errors have big consequences. Like he talks about this one architect that kept making these really beautiful mirrored fronts of buildings, but it kept lighting things on fire because what? it was making a Fresnel lens that was, yeah. So just stuff like that, or or a guy who who they move <clears throat> they they move one bracket instead of having a bracket going through two. Uh, this is totally nerdy. This is my I love it. Side. Do it. A bracket that goes through two walkways. They, uh, one. They had two, and it looks. If you look at it, it looks identical. Like there's no change, but because of that, the building fell down. So stuff like that. Innocent mistakes that we could all make, and huge ramifications. And it's fascinating and fun.
0: I wonder if they mentioned that suspension bridge that was not done well. That rocked with the wind and everything. that was fun, and then it collapsed. They have mentioned it. Okay, they cool. Also
1: mentioned the one. The, the reason why uh, to this day. The, uh, the British military will not walk over bridges in unison. They have to break the march when they're walking over a bridge because bridges collapsed when they did that. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Well, Same thing. Fun read. Same <laughs> principle, yeah. So, how about you? Uh,
0: yeah, just those movies. Uh, again, digesting a lot of nature, a lot of beach, a lot of uh, mentally checking out. Oh, man. Oh, I guess I did think of one thing. So, we watched a lot of Chopped. And uh, we would make fun. We would just mystery science theater the hell out of it. Uh, For those who don't know, Chopped is a show on Food Network where they have contestants creating unique dishes um, out of interesting ingredients, and they have to serve it up to these three chefs within, like, 20 minutes. And whoever has, like, the worst dish, they just chop them. And there (laughs) there was this episode where they had... Um, Because usually they're very smart. They're like chefs of Michelin star restaurants and they're doing like really crazy things. Well, they had this one of like models slash chefs. And uh, these models, man, some of the stuff they were cooking up was just like, why did you think that'd be good? (laughs) (laughs) And so my sister and I, um, we were just watching it and ripping it to shreds and laughing till it it hurt. Um, So I watched a lot of, you know, and I don't know if this is just a vacation thing, but For some reason, when I go on vacation, like Food Network is just the channel that stuff lands on. Um, It's funny
1: how that is.
0: Yeah, so I I
1: can't go on vacation without finding myself watching uh, um, the History Channel's Ancient Aliens.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Really? It's the same
1: six episodes. Oh my gosh. Over and over, but yeah, I don't know why, but that yeah, I get it. You just fall on certain weird crap when you're on vacation.
0: Yeah, we watched we watched a lot of Chopped, we watched a lot of Diners, Drive-ins and Dives, which I think I botched that title. But Guy Fieri, man, living saint, great dude. Um, and yeah. then uh, what was the other Food Network? Show? We kind of watched B Bobby Flay, but it wasn't. I don't know. It tried too hard to be good. I think so. That's not my. That's not a great Food Network show. But then the last night we had in the hotel, we were flipping through the channels and uh, Armageddon came on armageddon um and i would encourage folks to give that movie another shot because it's fun to rip michael bay bayhem's uh antics especially if you've seen every frame of painting what's wrong with bayhem which we will post in the show notes as well uh and it's a great little youtube documentary about bayhem and what michael bay thinks is a great shot and uh i forgot all of that while
1: thoroughly
0: enjoying the crap out of Armageddon, man.
1: But but that's the thing, is we, we get on Bayham because he did 453 Transformers movies that were the same and uninspired, but when he used Bayham... And, like, Armageddon works, man. It just, yeah. it's fun.
0: I have to point out that we did not add that helicopter in for sound effect to make fun of Bayhem. Like, that's just actually what's been going on in Brendan's neighborhood is helicopters landing in his backyard.
1: Yeah, that's because we have fires, you know. Oh, fires, is your state still on fire? I don't even, yeah. I thought what hey, you'll be here The next yes, two weeks from now There'll yes. probably still be smoke in the air
0: Something else we're going to talk about is we'll probably do a couple episodes live together In the same room, which if you haven't figured out We definitely haven't been doing that the whole time And so we're going to try that out And I think it's going to be a lot of fun Should be a good um, time. But the thing about Armageddon 2 is uh, I think there were like 20 screenwriters on that And one of the two people who ended up getting credit was J.J. Abrams
1: Interesting
0: Yeah, and uh, looking back on it I was like, oh, that makes a lot of sense especially a lot of the things that happened in that film, like the dog going after the Godzilla toys, and then that guy getting killed in New York City, and um, wiping out a small village in Hong Kong, which was very, very sad. Um, I should watch
1: that one again. I forgot that, that they killed
0: one. Owen Wilson in such a brutal way in that film, too.
1: I, I I think I saw it again like ten years ago, but I have no memory of it. I have the, the flashes.
0: Yeah, so, well, Ben Affleck's it. in it. Uh, yep. Almost, Liv I think every, Taylor. literally every song is Aerosmith in that movie, uh, which yeah, makes a call, lot of sense with Liv Tyler being that. in it. Um, Bruce you know Willis what? before I'm, he gave I'm up. Gonna, I'm going to give it, it. It holds up. I'm going to give it a holds up.
1: It holds up. See that? I, that's how I felt watching when I, we talked a couple weeks ago watching Independence Day. I was surprised at how much fun I had, and yeah. you know what? There's something about a good '90s action movie that you know. Sure, they're dated. Sure, maybe they're not the highest art ever, but they're a good time.
0: They are a good time. They are. It's like listening to an '80s song. Mm-hmm. To be very specific, I get a lot. I get very annoyed with a lot of '80s rock songs because the snare drum is the exact same, and I don't know. I, I did not fall for the hair metal stuff, but wanted to cap it off with that. I thoroughly enjoyed Armageddon. I would highly encourage a rewatch. Uh, still pulls all the exact same emotional punches. Uh, and it's, 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 Bayhem at its, it's, it's bahem-iest. It was, yeah. it was glorious. It's Absolutely. glorious. Amen. So. Well, cool. Excellent.
1: Well, next week we are doing Dolores Claiborne.
0: With it's Professor. So get ready for a, a, a heavy, heavy gush
1: it's great and yep. I and Don't I you it.
0: know we immediately start off with where we left off which I told him I said hey I'm going to ask you what your 11 through 20 are and many of those definitely had me go oh yeah. and I won't even of see the ones of one.
1: his that I've seen they were all brilliant so yes. if you want to prepare for next week go back and watch our uh, episode from last season I'm blanking what was the last episode we did? No, it was the the nuclear power Oh, the China Syndrome. Out. The China Syndrome. Yeah. Go watch see. China Listen to the China Syndrome episode just to prep cuz a lot of great stories, a lot of great insider talk about Hollywood that you won't get anywhere else.
0: That's right. Well, thanks for listening folks. We will definitely see you in the next one. Bye-bye.